Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Joe McCall here. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Glad you're here. This podcast is being brought to you by my PDF report, REI Proof. And this is a book, PDF report, that's going to show you how to survive in this recession that we're coming into. And it's kind of like a roadmap on how to make your first 10 grand, how to make your first 100 grand as the economy and the recession shifts into who knows what's going to happen. I'm not making any predictions. There are tons and tons of opinions out there of what's going to happen. But I do know this. When you practice the things that are in this free PDF about making multiple offers to sellers, about following up, about marketing for buyers, um, always looking to see where the cheese is moving to, you're going to prosper and succeed in this business. I'm 100% sure of it. All right. So you can get your free copy of this PDF report and the mind map, every section of this uh, PDF that I have here is a video and a mind map associated with it. For example, I walk through you know, how to do this, these spreadsheets and tools that I give to you, how to make multiple lease option offers, cash offers, owner financing offers, and all of that. So it's not just the PDF, it's the mind map that goes with it. And you can get it all for free, 100% free, no strings attached at reiproof.com, reiproof.com. Again, it's a roadmap on how to make your real estate investing business recession-proof. It does not matter what direction the market is going, the stock market, the crypto market. doesn't matter how high inflation gets or how high the interest rates get or what's going on. You need to know where the cheese is moving, and that's what this PDF does. Again, it's free. You can get it right now at reiproof.com, reiproof.com, no strings attached. Cool? All right. Now, we got a special guest, two guests on today. John Jackson has been on my show a couple, three times before. And I want everybody, when I bring him on here, I want you all to give him a hard time about his pink hat. He's wearing a pink hat and he's, he's adamant that it's not pink. He's blaming it on the lighting. But I've known John Jackson for a long, long time. He's one of the guys who helped me get started in the business. He's become a good friend. We're in some masterminds together and it's really awesome to hang out with him. He's a funny guy and um, I enjoy calling him a friend and hanging out with him and playing golf. And he's just an all around solid dude. I like him a lot. But I got a new guy named Mark. Mark's going to be on the show today as well. And we're going to be talking about what they call the floss method, which is really, really interesting. It's a way to combine private equity or capital with lease options to increase the ROI of your rehabs. Hmm. That's a mouthful. But we're going to be asking them all about it. It's a great strategy to make more money with your deals using OPM, other people's money. So let's bring on Mark Tapp, John Jackson. How are you guys? Joey! Mark, John, okay, look is, at his hat. It is, is, is his hat, hat it is pink? pink. It's it pink. pink. It's pink. I'm not going to see here, folks. I'm not going to see here. And he's also bragging about his T-shirt. I guess it's a brand. It's a brand out of Brazil that I want to import to the United States. And uh, wouldn't that be something if I became the importer of John John. So it's very popular in Brazil. Uh, and um, my brother-in-law actually 
is responsible for importing a very famous Brazilian beer here to the U.S. So I got the connections, Joe. So there's going to be a day where I can finally remove your number from my cell phone because you're not in my space anymore. <laughs> I'll be hey, in the hey, I'm thinking maybe we could export John to Brazil. What do you think? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Send him to Brazil, but he's at, you'll still have internet access there. That's, oh, that's true. <laughs> well, man, good to see you, Joe. Good to see you, Mark. Um, hey. Glad to be on your show, uh, Joe. You and I have not seen each other um, in a little bit. I know we missed our, I missed uh, the last meeting, but always good to be on her. I actually did That's why the mastermind was so good. You weren't there. I wasn't there. So it was, it was, but no jokes uh, or anything, no excitement. Uh, I am uh, excited for you, Joe. And all seriousness, I'm excited for you, Joe. I did not know that you still had a podcast. So this is exciting. All right. This is why I love having John on the show. By the way, you should go to realestateinvestingmastery.com, realestateinvestingmastery.com. And there's a search bar there and do a search for John Jackson. And you'll see all the previous episodes we've done way, way back. I think, John, literally, you were one of the first in one of the first 10 or 12 episodes that I ever did. And I've done over 1,100 episodes. So I'm the reason why you're famous and anybody ever likes you. Yes. Those are people <laughs> that like pink, pink ass. Yeah. I, was, I was probably, uh, I don't know what how early on I was in your episodes, but I was, uh, um, I was definitely one of, the, uh, one of the first guys. So I remember <laughs> Alex Youngblood, who was my co-host at the time, after the show. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, Alex, yeah. He was like, who was that guy? Who... Who was that? What just <laughs> happened? <laughs> and it was shortly after that that Alex dropped out of the uh, podcasting <laughs> world. That's why I kicked him off. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, John, hey, will you introduce uh, your Joe, friend? I'm going to put a plug in for you there real quick because I will tell you that I met John Jackson through you too. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I met him. You know, because I was at, and I'm going to, here's a plug real quick. Okay. I don't know if you, oh, you can't see it with my finger. Oh, it's, this, this is one of your books. Does that sound, look out there, guys. Yes. That look familiar? Yeah, it's the Wholesaling Lease Options book. Yeah. You can get it for free right here at WLObook.com. <laughs> WLObook.com. I've got it right on my desk right I was telling John a little earlier. I said, you know, I don't have one of his books, but I got one of yours. But, you know, there's no, there's no like, autograph in it. So, uh, look. <laughs> oh, John's pulling a book off Real his shelf right but I don't like this picture. It was, I was going through a difficult time. Real estate <laughs> rock stars. I don't like that picture. What's wrong with it? Show it. Go ahead and show the no, picture. I, because I was dating a girl at the time who liked facial scruff. Oh my and so God. I had facial scruff and I look old. And no offense, Mark. But, um. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Back to business. Now. Let's go. All right. So, so introduce Mark. Yep. So here's what we got, guys, is again, thank you, Joe, for having us on. Uh, and uh, excited to bring on uh, one, of my, one of my students, Mark Tapp, whose background is actually uh, in uh, in finance, real estate finance with uh, uh, hard money, private money. He's a broker. So he digs into the numbers. He's, he's a numbers guy. Uh, he came on uh, with me as a, as a student for, for my lease option uh, system and was seeing what I was doing, learning how I was doing the systems, everything. And the light bulb went off in his head uh, where he could take his financial background, working with uh, investors for private money, hard money, uh, and refinancing those, those uh, loans out with lease options to put together a methodology to really help rehabbers. And this is actually a great time. I was thinking about this, Mark. This is actually a great time to introduce this to everybody because of the market that we're about to be going into that we're, as we're seeing it pull back. Um, and and I'll, I'll hit the just a very uh, high-level explanation of what this is. 
Well, with rehabbers, one of the a couple of challenges that rehabbers have, and I'm not a rehabber. Uh, let me just state that. But I've worked with plenty of rehabbers and investors. The challenges that investors and rehabbers have when they're flipping houses, uh, two things. One, the underlying, uh, the, the, uh, the, the money that they borrow is short term, right? So they got it. They have a very short term, whether that's a six month window, 98, whatever that is, it's short term, uh, pretty high interest. Uh, and two, the taxes, they get, they get their head handed to them on taxes because the capital gains. So you, uh, so you're talking about rehabbers. They have to really put a lot of fuel into this, into this engine to keep this thing, keep this thing afloat. Well, Mark has put together, it's something that's going to help so many rehabbers and so many investors that flip houses where he has partnered with and is working with lenders that are specifically structuring lending programs for rehabbers where the rehabbers can come in, get these loan programs, rehab the house, but instead of flipping the house and get, hitting those capital gains, they're going to lease option the houses out. So, And so what happens then is they don't get hit with those capital gains all at once. They've got longer term financing. Right, and here's the here's the third just the third uh, kicker here is they're going to make about fifty percent more in profits because of that cash flow. So it's a it's phenomenal for rehabbers. And guys, I've been doing this since two thousand three. One of the things uh, I saw in in oh eight and oh nine, and I'm not saying we're going to get that bad, but one of the things I saw in oh eight oh nine and two thousand ten, I did a lot of lease options for investors and rehabbers. They'd go in rehab the house, and as the market softens, I'm going to drop the price, drop the price. Suddenly, their margins are getting skinnier and skinnier. I came up with these options. They made a lot more money, gave them the breathing room. They could go get another loan, do another house. This is exactly what Mark has put together. So with that, Mark Tapp and the Floss Flips. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Hey, how are you doing? And, and I, I, I'm going to add, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, right? And so both of these, you know, lease options have been around forever, even longer than John's been around, you know. So, and, and really, you know, private equity money has been around for a long time, too. And I'll tell you, Joe, I've got to give you a few kudos here as well. Probably one of the things that, that kind of speared this, spearheaded this in my mind was listening to one of your podcasts. And uh, you were interviewing a, a gentleman who was talking about you know, uh, buying the land. And I don't know if you remember this. this is actually probably a couple months back or so. And uh, he and his dad were flipping land. And they've yeah. been doing it, I don't know, 20 years. And he said they, they they sat down and they realized they're just losing tons of money because and then they then they then they 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 found out about lease purchasing and when they found out about lease purchasing all of a sudden the game changed and they started keeping more money instead of giving it away yeah and and so uh, I don't remember his name I should have written that down you may remember him but uh, he was a young guy that he and his dad had been in, in Texas right yeah he, yeah he's in Texas yeah and, and it, it woke me up in the middle of the night and I'm thinking well this is the same problem that rehabbers have. Uh, you know, is is they're they're just giving away way too much to Uncle Sam, and so you know you're they're paying taxes at thirty five to thirty seven percent on an average, and and all of a sudden their profitability margin just shrinks to almost nothing, and 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 um, so well, what if we could change that? So that really became something that I started trying to figure out on the financing, and and yes, I'm a student of John's and. And actually, Joe, I, I, I'm a student of yours too. So right, right. So we're 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 in there, and so both of these guys have actually inputted a whole lot into my life. Uh, and so, but this is where all this kind of started from. It really started with you guys putting some thoughts in my head. So yeah, I had the finance background, but I didn't have the background on the lease options, and just really learning and listening to you guys, it really helped to, to formulate this in my head to, to how this could work. 
But yeah, you know, so really what what the floss method is, instead of fix and flip, floss stands for fix, lease option, sell. And you can see that last S is money, so you make more money. And and um, one of the things that I actually even posted yesterday on Instagram, uh, you all remember the movie Back to the Future with Marty McFly? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what it, this kind of just hit my head. You know, what we've got right here is you remember when Marty McFly he went into the uh, uh, the store and he bought the almanac, the sports almanac, and and he came out and he looked at it and he and and he pulls it out and he goes, oh man, I can't lose. Well, that's exactly what the floss flips does for the rehabber. They just can't lose. So you still have the ability to do the typical financial you know method of fix and flip like they've always done. But now you've got the ability to do a floss flip, which on an average is going to make you more than 50% income every single time. And so, yeah. And and the cool thing too, those of you that don't understand, you kind of need to see the numbers. Uh, We're going to see, Mark's going to show us a spreadsheet here in a minute to show you how these numbers actually work. Yeah. Okay. And and we can dive right into that. Oh, you want to do that now? Yeah, we can do that. All right. right. Let me get this thing working here. How's that? You guys see that? Yep. Yep. Can you see it? Yep. You guys see it? I, I've, I've now taken my face off the screen right now, just so I can see it and kind of run through this. Okay. Okay. And um, and so and what I really wanted to, to show this is a calculator. Now what happens is is uh, when you, you you call in and and you work with us on a floss flip is uh, we've got a loan origination system, and so uh, we'll help you fill out the loan. We've got a private equity lender now that uh, has got about ten billion dollars worth of assets that they're lending out on an annual basis. And, and, and let me just kind of give you a little bit of a, uh, a taste of what, when we started putting this together, some of the challenges that we had. The first thing was, is uh, when you do a lease option is, you know, we're, we're, we're working off a, a 12 month lease. And, and so when you do your rehab money and you're, you're getting a loan of six to 12 months, um, it doesn't really fit. And so we had to actually you know go in and talk to some private equity lenders and say, hey, guys, we need a, a longer term. And so we need 18 to 24 months and I need it to be really, really competitive. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and I'm going to put a tenant buyer inside of that property. Is that going to be a problem? And so we talked to a lot of, uh, a lot of frogs on the front end with this because the, the biggest problem with this on the front end is, is a lot of these private equity lenders, they sell their note right off the bat. And, and when they sell them on the secondary market, they typically, uh, they don't want to have a tenant buyer in there. So I've had to work through a lot of kinks with this, but now we've found a partner that really understands this and they really backed us there. And so they built a program just for us to make this work. Does that all that kind of make sense? Yeah. Okay. So we, when we go in there on the front end and, and we're actually giving you the private equity, not giving it to you, you borrow the money on, through the private equity that we've got there. There's even a different insurance policy because now you're in the fix and flip, but there's a point in time where we actually now you know, put the lease option into play and we have to, you know, change, even change insurance policies because now we have a tenant buyer in there. Okay. The interesting thing with this, Joe and John, is 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 um, uh, my, my uh, hedge fund manager that we talked to and this private equity lender said, Mark, you're basically creating a, a new note out there in the market that's really not been sold before uh, because what's going on right now with note buyers are buying these short-term notes six to 12 months, and they're not buying the 18 to 24-month notes on a rehab. That hasn't ever made sense before. And so this is this is actually really big news. And so this is why some we've had some big private equity companies come in behind us, and they're like, this is crazy because we can actually start selling uh, a different note too. So okay. all that said, let me run through a calculator. I want to show you guys how this works. 
And, and so what you see on your screen right here, and this is exactly what you would go through in a process when you go through with us. And so you can still do your traditional fix and flip, but you could also do a floss flip with the private equity that we have available. Uh, and so I've kind of got a comparison right here. So on one side there, you'll see we're going to look at what it would be, how much you would make on a floss flip and how much you would make on the same deal on a traditional fix and flip. All right. So I'm using a figure right here that we're looking at a final sales price on a home, that ARV of a $500,000 in the front end. And, and, and guys, these are interchangeable. So, uh, you know, if you have, if, if you wanted me to play around with it, we could put some other numbers in. I've kind of pre-populated it just for time's sake on this call. But um, let's say on that $500,000 ARV home, uh, you estimated the cost of the rehab is $75,000. So let's say you made a purchase price of $290,000. Uh, what our private equity lender does is we'll loan up to 90% of whatever the purchase price is. So I'm just kind of seeing now if all this is going to be the same, whether it's a floss, floss flip or a fix and flip, the purchase amount right here then uh, is uh, we're going to give you $261,000 for the home, cash contribution, $29,000. I mean, you guys have seen these sheets before. Uh, a final loan on this would be $336,000. The after repair loan value percentage is 67.2%. Most of the rehabbers I talk to try to keep that in between 60 and 70. Probably most of them try to keep it below 65. Would, would you kind of agree with that, John? All right, Joe. Yeah. The lower, the better, obviously. Okay. So, well, obviously, if we can make it better, it even makes numbers better. So if we start playing around and the purchase price on this is 250, your profitability is going to go way up more. Okay. And so let's just kind of keep driving down and stop me because I know I talk fast sometimes. Stop so me the, the, the loan on the property. Is going to be two sixty one, right? Or three thirty six. I'm the purchase well, okay, loan well, is you, the purchase price. Not, you're getting a, a loan of ninety percent of the purchase price, okay? And you're getting a hundred percent of the rehab costs, okay? So we're loaning on the and so the total loan amount would be the the two sixty. Well, is the three thirty six is what you'd be doing. So you would actually be in a con cash contribution into this project would be right at twenty nine thousand dollars. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. Okay. So just so we're clear, they're lending 90% of the purchase price and 100% of the rehab. That's correct. So the investor rehabber still needs to bring in 29 grand into the deal. Right. That's correct. Okay. Okay. All right. So on this property, and, and I never know exactly until we get somebody on the call because I'm going to plug your numbers in. Okay. But but I, I plugged in here. Okay. Maybe take four months. We can change that. Three months, five months. The calculator will, will show us at the end, at the bottom here, how much additional income you would make. But in this example, I use four months for a rehab. Uh, we put in some numbers in there, like a tax rate. This is just you know, pre-plugged, and we use 2.5%. Uh, what I've got in the next section is, is a lot of guys that actually go use private money on a local basis. What we're seeing around the country is anywhere from 12 to 14%. Uh, so I'm using that as a comparison just to see. Uh, right now, what we've negotiated with uh, with our private equity company is a nine and a quarter interest only. Okay, and so that's where we're at. And so we're gonna we're gonna play around more with that. And so what I want you to see on that on that loan amount is that estimated loan payment on that interest only is two thousand five hundred ninety dollars. Okay, that's going to be important. We're going to come back to that in just a minute. Okay. There's always some additional holding costs, and, and, and this is, I, I won't get into the mud and the details right now. We will do this on calls with folks just to help them to understand this. Uh, but there's you know, the property taxes, which were calculated in there, and we, there's always some additional holding costs. And we, so we've calculated, put that in our calculator. All right. So, so this, 
I'm sorry, go ahead. Again, the the payment of interest only is twenty five ninety. Does that include taxes and insurance? Uh, I've got that down here. I mean, later that, on. No, that that's just the loan payment right there. Okay. Okay. I do have that calculated. Okay. I mean, it, it, this is where you're coming up here. See the taxes. Okay. We got the property taxes in there. So we built that into the calculator, and we've also built the insurance into the calculator too. Okay. And and so like you see here, estimated property insurance. And we just have that running throughout as well. So we, we're going to get ready to get into that in just a minute. So we're, we have built all that into the calculator. So we're trying to make sure that we, don't, we didn't miss a thing. If you see something that I'm missing here, Joe, let me know and we'll fix it. Okay. Cause we've tried to think through this and I've talked to so many folks at this time. We, we think we've got most of the holes plugged in this. But, uh, if, if, uh, I just this past week, uh, a real bonus is my CPA was saying, well, Mark, you're still not giving them back the depreciation. That's a huge bonus. And I'll get to it in a minute that because you're holding the property now more than 12 months, you actually get to take a depreciation expense off of this as well, which is huge. Okay. Yep. You guys with me so far? Yes. All right. I know this is just a lot of math. And so this might be boring for a podcast. <laughs> no, this is good. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, go to my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, do a search for Joe McCall is better than John Jackson. <laughs> and then you'll find my channel. Just Google, search Joe McCall better than John Jackson. And you'll find this video. I swear you will. Because you'll, you'll do a search for Joe McCall, John Jackson, and you'll find this video. And you'll see the spreadsheet that Mark is giving us here. All right. Hey, by so, the way, Mark. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I didn't even ask you this in advance. But would it be possible if we gave people a link maybe in the description of the video where they can get the spreadsheet for free. Would that be possible? Well, what we do, the spreadsheet, we're constantly changing it. And this is really our proprietary information right oh, here. Oh, I can't, I'm sorry. I should have asked you this. So is, is on our call. Here's what you do get for free. Okay. Is in, uh, if you go into flossflips.com, uh, you can schedule an appointment with one of our financial managers and they'll actually go through a property with you. We actually have a link. You could actually start filling out an application right away and we walk this through with you. We'll actually get on a Zoom call with you, put your property in and walk this through. And then what I'll do is we'll send a PDF copy uh, of, uh, okay. of what it was that we worked out together. All right, um, fair enough. And the, the link is flossflips.com and I'll put that here on a banner in just uh, a minute. Flossflips.com. And and then and you'll go in there and, and we'll we'll all your conversations with us are 100 percent free. So uh, and then, and we'll work with you. And we have a finance manager. We'll go through each each one of these properties and we'll spread it out just like this. And we'll show you exactly what you'd make on a fix and flip versus a, 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 a floss flip. Cool. All right. OK. All right. So, John, I'm actually going to pull you back in a little bit just simply because we're getting into the lease option right here. And and um, because this is this is really what you've been, you know. You know, working with me as a student for as well as you know, we've got a positive cash flow right here, twelve months. So some of these figures, like the estimated lease payment of the point zero zero eight on the sales price, these are formulas that we've plugged into there. And and what that comes up with is we go in and we look at the the, the ARV of that home. Now I'm gonna actually scroll up real quickly because I want I come right back. And and one of the things I want you to see because this might be a little confusing at the top is on the ARV at five hundred thousand. You can see over here on a floss flip. This is on a final purchase price. We assume here's what's going to happen is 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 through that lease option that, that it's not going to go to title until 12 months right after the rehab. And so inside of our formula, we automatically will, will boost the price of that by three percent. 
And so when we make an offer, when we're buying that property from you through the lease option, is uh, we're always going to take 3% above, as long as we know that it will appraise above what we think the ARV is. So and Mark, Mark, explain that. What do you mean you're making an offer? John, jump in here with me on the lease option and, and explain exactly how that lease option works. Okay, I can do it, but I, I, I've got you on here for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was for my pink hat. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be talking. <laughs> I'm over here trying to book hotel rooms and stuff to go yapping away. So, um, so the uh, so the rehabber uh, gets the property, gets his gets his uh, loan here. In this case, the three thirty six, which is four months. Yep, and then it's time to to market this property. Time to sell it as a lease option. Now we've got certain formulas that we use when we do lease options, uh, such as the uh, um, um, what we're going to set the option price at, the option fee, the lease payment, uh, and all of that. In this case, uh, Mark Roy tried to dial it in, so it's pretty uh, pretty well set as far as on these formulas. So uh, on the most part, on these properties where you've got uh, if you where you uh, well. What Mark has got these formulas at is raising the option price by about three percent of what uh, the value is today, what they would normally sell it for today. So, so the tenant buyer is going to buy it for five fifteen, right? Right. Okay. You've got your option price of five fifteen. Then it's the option. Then you have the option fee. The option fee is what we get paid, obviously, uh, in a lease option. Uh, that's our fee as as the I'm investor. Which is which he's got at which we normally get. And Joe, I don't know what your students are typically getting. Uh, I think I think your students, uh, because you teach them, get like half a percent, whereas my students get five percent <laughs> option fee. But no, we typically get about five percent now uh, option fee. So what Mark has done uh, again to try to make this as easy as possible across the board is he said that option fee at seven percent, so a little bit higher than what we currently get. But from that, then he's taking uh, what the what the rehabber is going. He takes part of that three months of that puts it into an escrow for the rehabber so they have that god forbid should the should the buyer miss a payment or or, or late on a payment they've got escrow there so in this case uh, we're still getting uh, or the investor still getting their three percent you know option fee in this case say mark if, was, if mark was doing it or uh, whomever the student is they're still going to get their fee the uh, the rehabber still getting you know is getting three months of payments uh, in escrow. That's where those numbers come in. So, so to, to recap, to bring this back to a little bit of simplicity here, guys, with a lease option, you've got four numbers, right? You've got the, the option price, option fee, the concession, some people call the rent credit, and then the lease amount. That's where these, those four numbers, that's where these formulas are coming in at. The option price, we're raising by 3%. Option fee, we're getting 7%. Uh, and then we've got, um, you've got the, uh, concession on here where, where do you have the concession it's here right there yeah i don't know if you can see i'll yeah. pull it down a little bit there yeah, it is. The concession is pretty it's a flat fee and then the lease payment which is the their online uh, item 53.008 we set the lease payment and this, i don't mean to do, go too deep in the woods here on the formulas guys but we typically go uh, uh 0.085 percent it gets us really close to what that lease payment needs to be mark has just plugged in here 0 0.008 to get it pretty well across the board is here's what the lease payment is going to be utilizing this spreadsheet, utilizing these pre-built in formulas. Uh, the rehabber is going to be able to see very, very quickly, incredibly close to what he can anticipate to receive on this. Yeah. So, and so yeah. The, because again, this is a brand new rehab, you're going to be able to command higher yeah. rents and yes. a higher option deposit from your buyers on these. Yep. Yep. 
Well, so if you go back and look at line 46, and then we're going to you know, if you take line 53 and 46, so uh, you know the 4,000 is that lease payment that uh, that that's going to go into an escrow account, and what we do in that escrow account, and we set that up, is now what happens is the lender, okay, who's still in the ball game, we're going to you know, the, the escrow is going to send you know, 2,590 dollars over to the lender, and the balance of that, you know, where that goes. It goes to the rehab, okay? Who's, who, you know, that's his money. It goes, it's, it's, it's positive cash flow. So if he gets in which, and out, it also goes to the insurance and taxes, which is escrowed, right? Well, we're escrowing that. Yes, that will be in, that will be inside of there as well. But you know, what John was also trying to allude to, and and what we we what this four thousand dollars immediately because where we get our fee, you know, is off of that um, um, uh, off the lease option. But we do take. We, an equivalent of three of these lease payments, and we stick it in that escrow account, which is the uh, it's the rehabber's money. Uh, I'll tell you why I did that. Let me tell you I, when I was actually starting to spread this out and start showing rehabbers, is you know, some of the rehabbers would come back to me and they go, "Yeah, well, Mark, what if what if somebody doesn't make a payment, or what if they're late on the payment? You know, then I'm dead in the water, right?" Well, here's the thing: is first of all that option fee, which in this case down here is probably about, right at thirty six thousand dollars. Uh, that's non-refundable, and and so uh, you know it just very very seldom does somebody you know back out of a lease option. Uh, but but if something were to happen like that, well, there's also we've already set aside in an escrow account twelve thousand uh, dollars, you know, in here for you know just in case that happened. And do a little bit of math and look at this. I mean, it basically pays for about four months worth of of lease payment if something were to happen like that. But John, how many times would you say in your your twenty years of doing this, or fifty years, or hundred years that doing this, <laughs> that that folks back out of lease options on a non non refundable deposit? Is that is that is that uh, normal? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty rare. If uh, especially um, if it's a if it's a nice uh, if it's a nice price of uh, if the if it's priced above two hundred fifty three hundred thousand dollars, they're putting down in this case a seven percent. It's incredibly rare unless some unless it's some life situation that they didn't anticipate like uh a death literally we had someone die uh a death uh unforeseen job relocation uh or divorce you know um that's that's pretty much it yeah in my my experience too it's also rare to have a tenant buyer back out of a property yeah and that comes back also to screening the tenant you know Looking at the debt to income and all that, which we do all that anyway. Yeah. So John's company, Leasing to Buy, actually does all that back end work, screening the tenant for us. And so we actually take you from A to Z with this, Joe. So not only do we help you with the loan on the front end, but we actually walk through. We have all the contracts for the lease option. Uh, we do all the escrow setup for you. Uh, we screen the tenant for you. I mean, we're screening the tenant. I mean, we, 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 we literally take this from A to Z. So the only extra work uh, that a rehabber has to do is is at the time they decide, yeah, I think this is going to, I really want to do maybe a floss flip on this. There's one additional contract, which is that lease option agreement that we have them sign. And even that's a non-exclusive agreement. And so what, what I mean by that is if for some reason they decide, you know what, I don't want to floss with this. I really just want to flip it. They still have that option. Now I'm going to show you once you see the bottom numbers down here that the floss flip should always be your primary goal because you're going to lose way too much money by doing the fix and flip. But we're you still got that. And that's that's why I was talking about the Marty McFly experience. 
you know, it, there's just no way to lose all of this. So if you were going to traditionally do a fix and flip on this, you still could, uh, but you will have a lease option agreement, with, which is a non-exclusive agreement that you can do the floss flip and put a lot more money in your pocket. That makes sense? Yeah. All right. So there's just no way to lose. That's that's really what this does. And so, all right, so let's go down through here and just kind of see where we're going. What, what we've tried to show right in here is realtors generally charge 6%. And so what we've tried to do uh, with this is to show, you know, you know sometimes I know when, when folks are doing lease options, they say, yeah, we cut the realtor out. You don't have to pay the realtor fees, uh, but there's still a fee. OK, it's just that the uh, the buyer's paying the fee on the front end. So we just put this in. So we're really transparent. And so out of that thirty six thousand dollars, we get paid out of that. But we are re- we're, we are putting twelve thousand in this example back into the escrow account. Uh, and then also, in addition to that. There's this monthly cash flow that's coming in at $16,120 if they were in there for 12 months. And so effectively, we've kind of almost wiped out our fee when you start looking at that. But this is just to show you on percentages. Uh, you know, when it, at the end of the day, uh, if you're paying a realtor 6%, our fees just become much less because we've reduced the fees because we are putting money back into the rehab's pocket. Okay. Uh, John went over the seller concessions. I know that always confuses folks a little bit. Um, uh, John, you want a seller concession and the magic behind your seller concession? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to bore uh, people <laughs> with, with numbers here, but I mean, uh, you know, it's it's the rent credit is what it is, but you know, we call it a seller concession, but I don't want to dive too deep in that. And, and Joe, okay. I don't know, Joe probably may so, so call it rent credit, so I don't want to. Uh, I, yeah, I just, it's the seller concession. I liked it, calling yeah. it that better. Okay. So now you see on line 67, uh, this is because we've cut out some of the fees and some of the fat inside of this. If you were just even right now, if you just stop and you're going, okay, which one of these works out better? You can see the estimated gross profit is uh, $84,000 on a floss flip. And then on a fix and flip, it's 63000 I was reading an article uh, just this past week, and they were saying that in the last quarter of last year, the average fix and flip gross profit was right around $68,000. So I was trying to show an example that kind of matched that. Now, this is really where it becomes fun, okay? So we, we, we already can prove that this actually does better for you as far as a cash flow without the taxes. But now what happens is you start getting into the taxes. And, and I'm going to flip real quick. And so when you actually go through a call with us is we'll go through the, the, the tax rate to see where you're at and so we can plug in your actual figures. But on average, most of the folks that we talk to are in that uh, on their earned income around 35 to 37%. And when you're doing the long term, uh, you know, now you're closer probably to 15 to 20%. The IRS actually classifies, you know, most rehabbers, they classify them as dealers. Okay. And then someone that actually does a buy and hold, they say that they are investors. And so what we've really been able to do is we've, we've just taken the IRS regulations. And and we've married the we've married the dealers and the and the investors together, and we've come up with all these little floss babies. <laughs> so that's really what we've tried to do with this. Is and like we don't want you to have to be a dealer anymore. We want the dealers to become investors by using the floss flip, and it saves them a ton in taxes. So on a on this particular scenario, you see there's still a little bit in the 35 percent in the in the ordinary income, and so what that is 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 those lease payments. So there is still some taxes. That are being paid on on the, at that rate, but that's just the lease payments, and then the balance of that it all is going to go into your capital gains instead of earned income. Okay, and in this case too, you also get some depreciation. And so, bottom line, da, 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 
is on on this particular deal is uh, you know the, the the additional return on investment is about eighty nine percent, and so uh, at the end of the day, that rehabber instead of actually you know, take a forty one thousand ends up closer to seventy eight thousand. Nice. All right. So the the, the simple I, I, we've gone through this on the math, but you know probably the simplest question I always ask people is you want to make more, you want to make less. Yeah. Okay. It's really that simple. So what I've tried to do is to show right here too, and I actually probably show my you know this last part of the screen here. It's for illustrative purposes only. If you're a flipper and you're doing ten of these a year that are in this, all of a sudden that just increases your revenue astronomically. Yeah. Well, very cool. Yeah, definitely more profitable. And and um, uh, something I want to point out here, like I said, is um, this uh, this floss method uh, because of Mark's relationships he's developed with. Uh, with the uh, with the lender and their ability and willingness to do this uh, with these rehabbers, this is going to come in, into play quite a bit here as we go into the next six months, eight months, twelve months with these rehabbers, especially for anybody watching that's a rehabber that has started rehabbing or new to rehabbing within the last say four or five years. Um, you're going to be needing this because if you just started in the, in the last rehabbing houses in the last four or five years. Um, maybe in for a shock in the next six to eight months and yeah. your numbers are going to, your margins are going to get narrower and narrower and you're going to need uh, an alternative plan. And this is, this is what's going to save your butt. Nice. Hey Joe, can I stop sharing now so we can actually, I can see your face again. Yeah. Let me ask you a question though. First, okay, maybe sure. scroll back up to the top of this spreadsheet. Okay, sure. The, um, the, the, the rehabber, this loan is for how long? Two years? Well, in, uh, 18 to 24 months, you know, uh, you don't need to be in it more than that. You know, one of the deals that I've got worked out with one of our primary lenders right now is we'll do an 18 month loan. And then they don't, if, if it goes beyond that, uh, they'll give us, uh, without charging us anything at all, an extra three months. So even that loan really goes for 21 months. Okay. What are the so, terms? I got two questions on that. So on okay. that financing, what are the terms on that loan? And then what happens if the tenant buyer needs more time? They don't buy the house within two years and you need to, you know, they need another year. Well, you know, and, and technically, and those are good questions, uh, because technically under a lease option, like in Texas, for example, you can do a lease option for up to three years. Uh, I, you know, we've we've not set it aside for that scenario. And so if somebody on a rehab would wanted to do that, what we would end up having to do is actually put them into a, um, uh, you know, a buy and hold note to be able to pull that off. And we could do that even with one of our lenders. We'd have to we'd have to change um uh, finance vehicles if, if we start going uh, out much further than that. But, you know, most of these rehabs, you know, Joe, are, are not going to be more than six months. And, and we're we're going to start marketing the property uh, and have a tenant buyer in there. And we'll start doing it really just right off the bat. And so we don't have to wait until, uh, you know, we've got um, inspections and all that done. We can actually throw up a, a sign in the yard and, and start talking to tenant sure. buyers the day that they buy the property. So, you know, it, it just uh, for it to go beyond 21 to 24 months on a hard money loan, uh, it, it just there's, there's probably no no reason unless somebody decides they want to extend a lease option and go out two or three years. And if that's the case, we just need to put them in another loan vehicle and we'll deal with that you know, uh, uh, you know, if it comes up. And we can we can certainly do that. And what was the what were the terms on uh, that you uh, that you worked out with this? Well, lender? right now we're nine and a quarter. Okay, uh, is, is what we've got. So I think that's a real fair rate. Uh, uh, that what we've been able to come up with now is is uh, you know 
on some of the larger properties. Where, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you where this really looks like really crazy is when we start looking at a loan on a million dollar property. It, and all of a sudden, it, it because of the taxes and the, and the, the revenue, is I see sometimes when we run this into a calculator, 118, 120% uh, return on investment increase. But uh, today, of course, rates can change. And so I know this is going to be on a YouTube and, and out there forever. Uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to lock us in at nine and a quarter, but that's where we're at today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if the tenant buyer needs more time or they can't buy it, um, we'll say they don't want to buy it. Worst case, the rehabber then, the investor needs to refinance the mortgage. That we could absolutely do that if they want to go down that road. You know, but, but what happens is simply if they decide to do that, we just go in and get an, another tenant buyer and start all over again and get another $35,000 and, and uh, start cash flowing the property right away. What would be like the, what would be the loan to value if they had to go out and get a new loan? What would be the loan to value in two years? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I don't know the answer to that right off the bat. I will tell you, there, there's a company out there called Divvy, D-I-V-V-Y. Have you seen, maybe your students will look at that. I'm not trying to advertise for them, but they're doing, what they're doing right now with, with buyers of homes is that's exactly what they're doing. They're doing lease options. And, and if you go in and look at Divvy, they have uh, like a, a factor like what we've got, it, like the 1.03 on, on the house. And then they say, well, if you want to buy it in one year, you get it in one year, you get it at this price. If you want to buy it in two years, you get it at this price. If you want to go out in three years, you get it at this price. And, and so technically you can do that and maybe we'll morph into something like that down the road. It's just that uh, right now, I don't believe that most of our rehabbers really want to hold a property more than you know 12 months. And so we've just tried to put the package based around that. But we could uh, definitely take this in a different direction. So I don't know that I answered your question <laughs> directly. Well, Joe, you know, also, worst case, the rehabber, right, at the end of two years could just list it, put it on the MLS. And sell well, it, right? he, he could always do that. I mean, you can, it's like I said, you but again, the floss flip method that we're doing, the lease option is a non-exclusive agreement. So uh, you could certainly do that. But then now you've got a realtor involved. OK, and so you're going to have to pay that. And, um, you know, but but holding that property for you know one day more than 12 months underneath this lease option just changes the dynamics of this. And it makes you an investor instead of a dealer. Yeah. And that's the point of this, too. You're going to save a lot in taxes, you get more deductions if you can hold this rehab for one or two years, right? Right. Uh, the, the other objections, let me just handle the objections while we're here. The other objections I sometimes get from rehabbers, they go, oh, well, Mark, you know, I really want to flip into the next property real quick. So I, I need to flip out real quick. Well, my answer to that always is what I try to say, but why you want to flip so quickly when you're just getting an 89% or sometimes even 100%, almost always over 50% more return on your investment. It just doesn't make sense to leave that kind of cash on the table on each one of those. But if you are a guy that fix, you know, flips 10 or 20 properties a year, maybe you do 30% in this first year, do them as, floss, you know, as the floss flips, and maybe do the balance of those as a fix and flip. Start changing your models. You're keeping more money. And it goes back to the conversation that uh, you know, your gentleman that was flipping the land, once they realized uh, you know, how much money they were leaving on the table every time. And, and they, they just changed their model over time. And, and if you go to your CPA, if you're a rehabber and you go to your CPA and that's all you do is fix and flip, I will guarantee you that they're telling you, man, we need to get a hold of this. Uh, we got to do something about this. And I was on a call with a rehabber just about you know 24 hours ago. And he goes, yes, his CPA has been telling him, hey, man, you need to start uh, buying, holding some properties. You're getting crushed. 
And uh, he doesn't really want to become a landlord, not a typical landlord. And so this fits him absolutely perfect uh, because he can get in and out of that property still in, in just 12 months with that lease option. And, and he's made a ton more money and he doesn't have that typical landlord relationship. Which is interesting too, right? And I don't know if you touched on this, but generally speaking in a lease option, the tenant buyers are responsible for the day-to-day regular maintenance and repairs, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah what you, it's, it's just inside of the contract. What you probably want to do is inside of that contract, we put in where they're responsible for anything that's less than $500, they would be responsible. And if you've done a good job rehabbing the property, you should now need to go in and replace the roof or replace the air conditioning. Uh, you know, those things should just not be you know, major expenses. And so yeah. uh, it's, it's just a different type of relationship when you have uh, a, a lease purchase agreement. And, and particularly if we're, if we're keeping it in that 12 month window. Uh, yeah. So my answer to that, Joe, is if, if a rehabber's done a really terrible job of rehabbing the property, well, he ought to probably have to go in and fix those things. <laughs> good, good. Guys, again, the website is flossflips.com, F-L-O-S-S-F-L-I-P-S.com, flossflips.com. And floss stands for fi- uh, um, fixed, yeah. lease, lease option, option sell. sell. And, then, and, and then make more money. That's what the other is. So it's right. just, uh, it's, it's explain, explain what happens when somebody goes to flossflips.com. Uh, well, when you go in there on now, it's really a marketing video. Uh, once we actually get this posted, I'm probably going to put your face out there too, Joe. And John, John, I'll put your face there too. Don't, don't put them close together. <laughs> but we've got it's, it right now is, is they can click on a link and they can go in and, and schedule an appointment with us. Uh, we use a, you know, a, 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 um, I'll send them a link as soon as they come in there and we'll actually let them fill out an application. Uh, you know, and not, we, like I said, we have a loan origination system and I have loan officers behind the scenes that are working with us. So we've got a full team uh, that's here to help you. And so you just, uh, the thing is, is bring your next project uh, to us and let us actually spread it out like this and make a decision if this is something you might want to do. If you're not sure and you've got a project that you just finished, uh, you go in there and click and have an appointment with us and let's put in your last project and let's see what it would have done if, if you had done a floss flip instead of a fix and flip. Nice. Well, okay. Thank you, Mark. John, good to see you guys. Good to see you, Joe. Always good to see you, sir. Appreciate you guys very much. Again, go to flossflips.com. You can schedule a free call with these guys to analyze a potential deal, maybe a deal you've done in the past, a deal you're working on now. And um, 100% free. You guys don't charge for those calls, right? Yep. Nope, not 100% free. So I will say this. If somebody calls me, I'm charging them. Yeah. <laughs> so <that's>, uh, <laughs> just make sure you and, don't ask for jobs. And as a student, I can, I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. If you want to see a really entertaining report, go to Joe McCall Ripoff Report <laughs> All right. I better we better end this now. All right. Appreciate you guys. Again, flossflips.com. Flossflips.com. Go check them out. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, John. We'll see you guys later. Take care. Right, thanks, Bye bye.